the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Here she is, Andrea Kay. Yeah, 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 here I am. It's amazing I made it on time since uh, the clocks had to move forward. Oh, my. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, moving forward means your body feels like it's earlier, meaning I should have been here an hour ago, maybe, if I'd been here mistakenly. Never likes right? bringing forward. <laughs> I don't either. Um but I do love me some extra sunshine, so uh, it's all good. Glad to be with you guys tonight. If you can tell, I'm still dragging tail. I'm a, I'm a little tired. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to y'all. It gets harder each year, um, particularly since I got my baby Gator, and he's he's struggling to adjust too. And he hey, just you're went, always a step ahead of Joe Biden. This Remember is true. That. This is true. At least I, at least I can find the door to my house. But uh, Gator just wanted to stay in my lap all day and, and snuggle and take a nap, and I kind of did too. I didn't really want to check the news and uh, and see all the negativity happening out there. But we're going to try to bring some sense to it because there's actually a couple of good things in the works here. Glad to have you guys here with us tonight. Write this number down if you don't know it by heart, you longtime Andrea Acacia listeners. 888-344-1170. Would love for y'all to call in tonight. Here's my question for y'all. And it's not like written down. So, you know, I'm going to, you know, my question is is not a hard question. It's more, I've got a thought this kind of, I'm, I'm pondering and I want to get your thoughts on the situation. I haven't reached conclu- a conclusion yet about Zelensky. And that's why I haven't talked a whole lot about the bio labs in Ukraine. I haven't talked a whole lot about his former career and that he was a TV host. And there's many conservatives that are really going all in on crap like that. I don't care if he was, I don't care about him being a former TV host any more than I cared about Donald J. Trump being the host of The Apprentice. So if you're a conservative and you're posting pics of him, you know, from his TV show days, that's not a reason to not like Zelensky. Okay. But there's a lot of questions that I've got about him and why, for example, he's speaking to our Congress Wednesday morning. I've got a lot of questions about his government. And one of the reasons why I've got questions is anytime the Democrat Party, particularly someone as corrupt as Joe Biden, who spent eight years lining the pockets of his family and his kid with the assistance of the Ukrainian government, I got I got some questions. And the fact that I'm not allowed to ask these questions of Zelensky or I'm Putin's puppet, that makes me that makes me know that there's some answers to some questions they don't want us to be thinking about. You got questions? What do you think about Zelensky speaking to Congress? I mean, my man, Benjamin Netanyahu, has has given an address to Congress before. But we're dudes in the middle of a war. We're being told today that that we're on the brink of nuclear war and he's going to be speaking to our Congress. If he is in a bunker somewhere, if he's Churchill in a bunker somewhere directing troops and the nation is fighting for their lives, what's he got time to be doing calling, you know, into Congress? I I just I've got questions. 888-344-1170. And I know who might have some answers for us. I reached out to him today. John Gondolo from Understanding the Threat, uh, former uh, Naval Academy graduate. 
um, CIA operative, runs a group called Understanding the Threat. I mean, he's got, he has one of the greatest minds and has the greatest understanding of all the threats that we face. Because what the left tries to do and what John Guandolo understands is there all the threats out there are from a variety of different places. And they want you to just focus on one right now. They want you to be so hating on every Russian that Facebook was going to allow threats against Russians. We got a large Russian community here in La Jolla. I have an old friend of mine here. I tease and call her the Russian. I mean, I just love her accent. I mean, she's just so, I'm supposed to hate her today, right? I got to quite, if, if it, it's so bad with the Democrat party, they're such communist that if they're against somebody, it makes me really think they're for them and they're just playing a mind game on me. 888-344-1170. John Guandolo will be here after the break, and I'm going to pick his brain on it. One of the questions I've got for him is, it, now the big thing is, if Putin makes a move into a NATO country, we're forced to be in. Oh, nice excuse. I'm going to ask John Guandolo, what is the value of NATO at this point? Remember that guy who ran uh, Wesley Clark, who was a, run a, a, a head of NATO at one point? That dude was so squishy. He was so far left. It's like, dude, get out of here. That NATO had no further credibility for me at that yeah, point. Trump when, called NATO for what it was. Right. He at least expected the other countries to pony up and spend some money on it. So I've got some questions for John Guandolo. Um, I wanted to start, though, um, with, you know, one of the things that and I know that sometimes my questions and sometimes my analysis is contrary to the conventional wisdom. And but I'm always right in the end, am I not? I am, and I'm not even joking when I say this, Andrea. I am mm. begging and waiting on bated breath for the mm. time when you were actually wrong, because it would benefit the American mm-hmm. people. I was even, I was even ahead of Rand Paul, who's a doctor on all this COVID stuff and this crap. Thank you, Doctor K. Yes, thank you. you're quite welcome. Um, it, it, I'm here to dispense all kinds of wisdom as well as medical advice. Not really. All right. Um, but one of the things that I said recently was, and all these conservatives, oh, COVID's gone. Look at this. COVID's gone. I said, hey, COVID ain't gone anywhere. These mandates haven't gone anywhere. All that was in the State of Union address when they suddenly decided masks were going to be optional. However, you had to go to this one particular part of the building and take this one particular COVID test that was in Nancy Pelosi's office in order to gain entrance. That's not a, that's not a mandate. That's not a requirement. That's not control over you. But yet conservatives were out there going, oh, see, suddenly now we're going into the midterms and all the mandates are gone. And I'm like, what are you talking about? All that was was a costume choice for that particular theatrical production that night. The mandates didn't go anywhere. Joe Biden did not announce in that State of the Union address that he was lifting mass mandates on planes. Still got him right. It was extended. We still have mandates going on in this country across the board from a variety of different standpoints, some worse than others, but the mandates are still out there. 21 states are still planning and implementing a vaccine passport on you. Right? Mr. Pfizer, head of Pfizer, what's his, what's his name? Albert Borla. Apparently he hasn't been looking at Israel. Right. Yeah. He, uh, he has affirmed that just like the flu shot, you're going to have to get your, that right now he's pushing for the fourth booster and it's going to be annual like the flu shot, which means first and foremost, it's not a vaccine, right? Can we all, can, can we all agree to that? And if you agree that it's not a vaccine, can you not agree that you've been lied to? Didn't you say, Andrea Kratz, that this would be you being right again, that there would never be an end to this? I said there would never be an end. This is why I was against the 14 days to flatten the curve and lost some conservative friends and Trump supporters because I was supposed to just go along with anything Trump wanted because Trump. Look, I, I supported Trump. 
I picked Trump when he came down the escalators. I, well, actually, I picked him after, uh, after the first debate. But that doesn't mean I'm going to agree with everything he does. He allowed himself, he allowed himself to, have, to be um, uh, fear-mongered to the point to where he went along with something he never should have. We still have an emergency order declared by the federal government, giving them powers they had no right to have over us. However, here's what I did want to go into today. So, yeah, well, before I get into Rand Paul, so Pfizer, who on the heels of them releasing a report that's thousands of pages, summaries are yet to be done, you know, to be created from it. Still uh, all kinds of details about adverse reactions, including deaths, um, he's coming out now saying we got to have a fourth shot. His his excuse is that the protection that you were getting from the third, it is good enough, actually quite good for hospitalizations and deaths, he says. It's not that good against infections. Huh? What? what? Yeah, what? How can it be good against hospitalizations and, 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 and deaths, but not good against infections? That's totally contradictory. Well, it's stupid. Some of us were never stupid from the beginning. Some were stupid and, and need to wise up. Some are wising up. Israel is admitting, there's, this is a report out of, out of Brazil, by the way, that uh, um, the director, Yaakov Jaris, who's the director of Ekolov Hospital's coronavirus ward, says that at least three quarters of the most severe COVID cases are reportedly people who've had at least three injections. And that kind of supports Dr. Malone, who's come out and said that COVID-19 shots may be enhancing the disease. There's something called VAED, which is Vaccine Associated Enhanced Diseases, um, which he has warned about. And um, it's... uh, uh, it's almost like to try to put into layman terms what this means. It almost means as though you've you've come in contact with this with this virus and your body's trying to fight it off and then you get injected, right, with the virus. Kind of like pathogenic priming. I, I said at the time, I said this was not tested on people who already had it because when you've you've come in contact with a virus when they've tested um, uh, shots on rodents and rats that had already had a virus and they died from that shot. That's called pathogenic priming. That's kind of what this VAED thing is. It, it go, it's basically about it, it, it's an infection in individuals primed with non-protective immune responses against the respective type viruses. Um, in a Pfizer document, the, the, it said that there were potentially, uh, in, in terms of VAED, 138 cases that they identified with 317 relevant events of VAED in just uh, two months' time frame. Of the 138 cases, 38 were deaths. 38 were deaths. The effects of Fauci and his psychological war on the American people through fear for power and for profits for Pfizer is not going to be undone. It will be permanent. I mean, we've got suicide rates of children skyrocketing. We've got too many Americans and kids that have no business getting this injected into them. Um, the mental destruction were, on our youth, Andrea, has been uh, unbelievable. Absolutely, absolutely astounding. In uh, 2021, in emergency rooms in 38 children's hospitals across the U.S., the number of suicide and self-injury cases in the first nine months of 2021 was 47% higher among children ages 5 to 8 and 182% higher among kids ages 9 to 12 compared to 2016. Um, we have a mental health crisis in this country perpetrated by Fauci. Ron, uh, Rand Paul did, he's introducing um, 
he he's introducing um, legislation, an amendment to eliminate Fauci's position as director of the NIAID and divide his power into three separate new institutes. Each of these three institutes would be led by a director who is appointed by the president and confirmed by the Senate for a five-year term. This will create accountability and oversight into a taxpayer-funded position that has largely abused its power and has been responsible for this. I'm quoting uh, this Fox article, uh, an interview with Rand Paul, that has been responsible for many failures and misinformations during the COVID pandemic. He said no person should have the sole authority to dictate science, especially when that one person wasn't ever following science. And this is absolutely true. He goes on to talk about the psychological effects, what happened to kids and schools. One of the things Rand Paul has not done is call out Fauci for the mass homicide that he that he uh, um, perpetrated on this country by denying therapeutics that worked so that hospitals and, and in fact, using taxpayer money while denying therapeutics, compensating hospitals for recording COVID deaths that weren't COVID related. Compensating hospitals and medical systems across this country to tell sick patients to stay at home with no treatments and to wait until they were so sick that they, that they had to go to the hospital for care to be compensated, to have the hospitals compensated to put them on ventilators and remdesivir that was blowing out their kidneys and killing people. So that so here's where I depart from Rand Paul. He doesn't have that. He he doesn't have. He's he's too squishy to call out Fauci for the lies that have resulted in hundreds of thousands of murders in this country at his hands. We're going to take a break and we shift back. We're going to talk. Uh, get back. We're going to talk to uh, John Guandolo. I like this. I like this amendment. I just don't think Rand Paul has ever gone far enough in Fauci being held responsible for the deaths. When we come back, we're going to talk Ukraine with John Guandolo. Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Facebook at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. And connect with her on OurFreeNation.org. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show, 888-344-1170. My question, um, which wasn't really, it's more like thought-provoking. Where are you at? What are your thoughts on this whole Ukraine-Russia thing? Do you think it's appropriate for Zelensky to be speaking to our Congress Wednesday morning, 888-344-1170? That's going to be one of a few questions I have for John Guandolo. Y'all know him. He's been on my show so many times. He's president and founder of Understanding the Threat, which is the only org in America that goes around this country telling y'all how to route out all the different threats that we face locally is also um, clearly with his background. He's been an advisor to the government. He's also author of a few books, one of which is Islam's Deception, the Truth About Sharia. And he joins me now. Hi, John Guandolo. Welcome back. Thank you very much. Great to be back with you. Okay, so let me start with, I'm not sure where to begin. Um, I haven't really even been doing a whole lot of segments on it I, 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 because I, I've been canoodling around uh, my thoughts on Zelensky, the government, what's really, what's really going on here, um, what's the real motivations behind the Biden administration. I'm somebody that's always asking the second, third, and fourth level implications. I don't trust the Democrats. I know their motives. They are a Marxist movement themselves. So, you know, when they're when they're for somebody, I got a question whether or not I'm going to be for somebody. And when they're against somebody, I got a question why. Um, 
what, uh, let's start with this. Do you think it's appropriate for Zelensky to be speaking to our Congress Wednesday, and why do you think he is? Um, well, first of all, I think having foreign leaders speak before Congress is not unprecedented. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is not necessarily what concerns me. So I'm not as concerned about that, why I am concerned. Uh, so that's on the just the general a foreign leader speaking before Congress. It's unusual, uh, but it's not unprecedented. True. I think well, in let this me... Case, how it, Oh, excuse me for interrupting. I'm not, yeah. I, I was just thinking, I, I should have researched this. I'm not aware of there ever being one that's done it in the middle of a war. Uh, well, that is, uh, I believe you're historically correct. Um, and I could double check that as well. But if you've already done your homework, then I trust you on it. Uh, I will say this, that what you just said a moment ago, the thing that I think Americans who are paying attention and who are concerned patriots should be thinking about is um, each operation by the, uh, what I will call the the movement in the United States that's hostile against our constitutional public, that is led by the U.S. Democrat Party, the communist movement, the Islamic movement, the establishment Republicans, to bring down the republic. Each step of the way, the Democrats have been in the lead and the dutiful establishment Republicans have opened the door for them. And whether it's the lie about Russia collusion, uh, 2014, 15, 16, and forward, which all turns out to be a lie, the the fact that uh, these people conducted a counterintelligence operation against candidate then President Trump They broke numerous federal laws, and some have argued, uh, including sedition laws, conspiracy to overthrow the president, uh, treason in some cases. Um, And whether that's true or not, we do know they broke federal laws. They lied multiple times before a federal judge, and these lies were told by three senior FBI officials, uh, people in the CIA, the State Department were involved senior levels of the previous Obama administration. This is all now a matter of fact, because all that information is now out. So the same people that did that, the same people that uh, impeached the president, although no laws were violated, the same people uh, that have done each of these things along the way, allowed Marxists to burn down cities in America, defended them, then went after unarmed Americans exercising their rights on January 6th, to protest uh, a stolen election, and the evidence is certainly on the table about that. We're operating in a post-constitutional republic, and you have a guy in the White House who was not elected uh, by the people, and not even, you know, the Electoral College totally negated the will of the people, thanks to collaborators like Mike Pence. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and now, on the turn of a dime, you've got... George Soros, the Democrat leadership, the media, the establishment Republicans, all waving the Ukrainian flag. Mm -hmm. If that doesn't make you stop and take a deep breath and think that maybe, just maybe, for the 100th time, you're being lied to, Mm -hmm. and they're, they're literally screwing the American people, 
and fighting uh, to destroy liberty once again, then I think, you know, fool me once, right? You yeah. know the old saying. Yeah, well, and, and to piggyback on um, this whole thing about the Russian collusion hoax, let me remind everybody that it was Hillary Clinton that actually partnered. They were Russian assets. There was There was one party that colluded with Russians, to interfere with and affect the outcome of the 2016 elections, and it was Hillary Clinton. It was also Hillary Clinton with the State Department during, during the Obama administration who used Robert Mueller to hand over the uranium sample to who? The Russians. It was Hillary Clinton who actually worked as the development or, you know, um, the development business developer for the Russian Silicon Valley back during the Obama administration. Um, many of the corporations that invested and, and set up shop over there. I mean, you know, while we were struggling and going in it, practically in a recession here in the United States, it was the Obama administration that had Hillary Clinton working to, for investments over in Russia, which in those same companies put money into the pockets of the Clinton Foundation. Um, it's the it, it, and now we're supposed to believe that um, that, you know, that Biden and it, who's from the Obama administration hates Russia. If they and one of the things that I keep thinking about is they never tell us why Russia is so bad. Why Putin is so bad. They never talk about him being KGB. They never former KGB. They never talk about him from the sense that he wants to um, his goal might be. They never talk about what his goal really is. Uh, uh, and that it might be putting the USSR back together and why that's bad. Um, you know, and, and while all of this is going on, John Guandolo, Russia is representing us in the Iran nuke deal. And Russia is actually even going to be giving an, an American astronaut a ride back to, back to Earth next week. The, I'm, I'm connecting dots here that seems like, you know, the Biden administration is pals with Putin. Well, you've got uh, they're they're on both sides of the aisle. They've got a foot in each camp. Um, a brand new report came out this afternoon uh, by one of uh, one of the best independent journalists in the country. I'm aware of Paul Sperry, who's been uh, at the at the tip of the spear of many of these stories for uh, for two decades. And uh, Paul puts a massive amount of information, a lot of which uh, has been leaked, some of which has been declassified and released. That uh, you know. In the Durham investigation, uh, this special prosecutor has already interviewed several Ukrainians about what happened between 2014 through 2016-17 to today, because the Democrats were working with the Ukrainians. Remember, it was the former president of the Ukraine who made sure that the special prosecutor investigating Hunter Biden was fired. Let's yeah. be very clear. The yeah. level of corruption, at Joe Biden's request, the level of corruption here is so great, and the amount of money involved and the players from the State Department to the CIA to, to the president himself and the former president. I mean, this is, this is unprecedented in American history. And people who are willing to just shrug this off and say, well, you're just saying that because he's a Democrat. No, I think people like uh, Kevin McCarthy and Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham should be investigated as well. 
Oh, absolutely. Uh, they get wrapped up where they're involved and not all, not just in this. And they're, I mean, you know, there's so much garbage these people rip. I don't care what party they're in. Me neither. The elites in the United States government, with very few exceptions, are corrupt to a level that we've never seen. So much so they're willing to allow intentionally and aid the destruction of this country. Well, I'm gonna. And, uh, uh, we're gonna take a break there and bring John Guandolo back. But let me remind you, Skins, the, when I when this was first breaking, you remember when I said that something's got me thinking this has to do with the Ukrainian investigation and them getting rid of that prosecutor and, and a cover up. I said, what is it always about with the Democrats? It's always about a cover up. That's what the, that's what Crossfire Hurricane was about. That's what the the Russian collusion hoax bringing Bob Mueller in was about. It's uh, that's what the um, Ukrainian whistleblower, you know. Uh, impeachment was all about it was it, the January 6th commission. It was always about, it's always about a cover up. every single time, every single time. And I suspected from the jump that this, it, this, this in part was about a cover up of the Biden administration. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to continue our discussion with John Guandolo. I want to talk to him about NATO. I want to talk to him about NATO's role and get his perspective. If anything, he has to say about the bio labs. So stay tuned. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter and Instagram at Andrea K Show, spelled K-A-Y-E. And connect with her on OurFreeNation.org. Andrea K, bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show, continuing our discussion with John Guandolo, who is the go-to guy for all things related to the threats that we face. And we're facing them from all around the world. We're supposed to think that the Russians are the most evil of of all evils and anybody that dares to question uh, the narrative coming out of the White House is um, the enemy within to the fact to the tune of the fact that uh, Tucker Carlson, there are requests that the Biden uh, Department of Justice, Merrick Garland, investigate him and Tulsi Gabbard today as as being traitors to the United States because they dared to question um, anything that and to dare to exercise their First Amendment rights, I, I, John Guandolo, it, it, do you think it's lost on them that what they're what what they're suggesting is to use Putin and the KGB and the USSR's tactics against Americans under the guise of um, not being Russian assets? Well, I think yes, in short. But I think the the key here is, and it's what we certainly when we teach and brief and consult as a, as a company, as we're understanding the threat, what we do is when you look at historically what the communist movement has done in the United States, it's astounding to me, the lack of understanding um, by some officials uh, of two things, the history of the communist movement in the United States, which was well underway in the early twenties. Um, and the rapid advancements in the uh, mid 30s and 40s, and after the uh, House on American Activities Committee was shut down in Congress, uh, you know, since the 60s, and I'm not a math major, but that's over 60 years ago from 1960 to today, uh, there's really been no domestic effort, uh, certainly not after the Church Commission in the early 70s, to actually address the counterintelligence threat here primarily by uh, the communist movement, but others. And so we now have a situation where you've got, you know, as, as 
we've spoken about before, you know, a guy like James Comey, who admitted in an interview in 2003 he was a communist uh, and makes the claim he's no longer a communist. But the fact that a guy who admits publicly in an article that he was a communist would rise to be the FBI director mm-hmm. should be a massive neon sign to American citizens that the, the system that would promote a communist to FBI director has a lot of communists in it to, yeah. get, to get to that point. And so it's not that, that the you know, the fox is in the hen house. The fox is running the hen house. Yeah, and, and has been for a long time. And that's the thing that I think a lot of Americans simply will not accept or believe. They, they see it all happening right in front of their eyes, mm-hmm. but they cannot believe it's that bad. But the facts are demonstrable right, right in front of them. So I think a big part of this is this entire war you know, as a, my former colleague, Steve Coughlin, calls it, you know, it's kabuki theater. Mm-hmm. It's total kabuki theater. I mean, the fact that on a dime, as I said at the very start of this, you get when you get George Soros and Sean Penn and the media and the establishment Republicans and the Democrats all saying the same thing, watch out. Right. And that's when you've got to question. That's when you've got to question everything. Right. And um, one of the things that I'm questioning is NATO. Why do we still have NATO? I thought NATO was supposed to be, um, you know, post-World War II, you know, and, and you know, anti-communist thing. But um, the, the Berlin Wall fell. Communism supposedly gone. I'm just questioning the role of NATO, just like why I don't know why we have the U.N. here. because And the reason why I'm questioning NATO is because that's the excuse now that if, if Putin steps a toe over over the line or anywhere near the border of a NATO country, that's going to propel the United States into a full-on a full on, uh, military involvement. Right. Well, I, I think this, whole, again, I would agree with Steve Godwin's assessment. I think this whole thing is choreographed. Um, yes. And I think that the, the investigation, uh, you know, not only the fact, by the way, that, that right after Ukraine invaded Russia. Uh, it didn't escape us at UTT that uh, President Biden immediately dropped the other shoe uh, about the Green New Deal mm-hmm. and how he was uh, all that he's been doing quietly uh, to destroy America's energy independence to and not so quietly, maybe, and to destroy America's economy, whether we're talking about uh, the the industry of shipping goods through trucks through trains through uh ships all the all the actions he's taken is detrimental grossly detrimental to the u.s economy and he knows that and that's my point is that this is not an unintentional uh act now as to whether nato is valid well it's valid today it's something you know but it it is something that if used appropriately we could support should we have a discussion about whether we need it or not? Uh, I think if NATO were functioning and you actually had, um, you know, Republican forms of government or at least forms of government in Europe that respected liberty and defended liberty, then I think NATO would be a force to be reckoned with. But most of Europe has caved to either the communists or the, uh, the Islamic movement in one form of another. I mean, we've assessed there are at least five countries uh, in Europe that are on the brink of going down just to the Islamic movement because they've been so overrun 
much. So they're not defending liberty at their local or national level. Well, here's what I see. Here's what I see. I see that the Biden administration has far more in common with Putin and with Russia and is far more aligned with Russia than Russia, than than half this country is willing to accept and acknowledge because they just they they don't. It's like you said, they don't want to see it. Um, And one of the reasons why the Democrats don't want to see it is because they're so invested in hating Trump. So they want to continue to believe that the Russian collusion hoax was real. Right. Uh, they do, they I've been one of the few people in conservative media that's ever said that this Marxist movement is partnering with the Islamists for power. And you cannot ignore that. Uh, you, you can't you um, you you have to be intentionally ignoring that when when right now, when you're being told to hate Russia and Russia is the bad guy, the United States of America is allowing Russia to negotiate with Iran on getting a nuke. Right. Not the United States of America. So that's the United States, the Biden administration, the Democrat Party is almost in bed with Russia. They almost needed Russia to go into Ukraine to destroy the economy, to to continue uh, to push false narratives. And, you know, and and it's a really and I'm, I'm concerned that the American people also another benefit for them, John Guandolo, is we're going into the midterms. They've got an excuse to justify the destruction of this country's economy by blaming it on Putin. Uh, it's a distraction. The American people are told that politics is supposed to end at the water, at the water's edge. So it's a way for them to try to control the narrative going into the midterms. I have to quickly ask you, though, about these bio labs. I haven't talked a whole lot about it. Because I'm not one of these people that's going to say connect dots that aren't necessarily there, that this is a bioweapons laboratory. Um, but I don't understand why the Department of Defense and the Pentagon would be spending money, taxpayers' money in the U.S. government on bio, bio labs to, to do um, to vet, vaccine research in Ukraine of all places. Well, I guess uh, to, to cut to the chase, we do know uh, in fact, that there are uh, uh, bio labs in the Ukraine. Uh, there are about three dozen of them. Uh, and we do know that the DOD has officially said that in official statements uh, that and, and the U.S. government, including the State Department, that uh, we have funded uh, approximately uh, $200 million since 2005 in support of uh, what the DOD says are 46 Ukrainian labs, health facilities, and diagnostic sites. Um, And the Russians, in an official, uh, you know, uh, from the Russian government, uh, had put out a a social media tweet saying uh, during their special operations uh, in the Ukraine, they found uh, traces of military biological programs funded by Department of Defense in Kiev. Now, the, the U.S. government immediately said, that's, disinformation. That's, cool. that's not yeah. true. Yeah. But, but then they proceeded to say, yes, there are biological labs that carry pathogens in the Ukraine. Yes, we funded them to the tune of at least $200 million. Um, and we know that in some of those labs, especially in Kiev, are some of the most dangerous pathogens. Now, so the the DOD didn't have to intend for weapons, biological weapons to be created, but we did fund those labs. So the fact that the Ukrainians might have used U.S. dollars to do that is a possible reality. And to say, you know, you can't wash your hands of that. 
You either no. have oversight and ensure it's not going on, or you don't fund it in the in the first place. And why Ukraine? Oh, and why Ukraine? Um, oh, I guess because that was when Biden was the point man of Ukraine, and he was working all all these deals with that corrupt government over there. Um, this this, this at just the, at the behest of, of President Obama. Uh, with the support of the CIA and some of their people, with the support of people, State Department under the Obama administration, this was all going on. And this was all tied directly into all the stuff that the special prosecutor, Durham, is investigating. This is all part of it. This is all tied into that. It is, a, it is an astounding, corrupt situation. And the fact that uh, I fear because of where we are today as a government, the DOJ will not fully prosecute all no. the people uh, that no. should be prosecuted from, from the Vinman brothers to Eric Caramella to the assistant secretary of state, you know, Chalupa and all these other people that were involved in this. No, I mean, th- this goes right to Obama, right to Biden and right to senior state department, CIA officials, and all those people in, in the, in crossfire hurricane. Every Yeah, I mean, this is just a continuation of corruption and, and the stench of corruption. Um, John Guandolo, I need to have you back on a more regular basis. I appreciate you being here. Tell everybody how they can uh, get more information on your organization, Understanding the Threat. Well, we encourage you to go to understandingthethreat.com. We're the only organization in America that's training not only government officials, but citizens, police, and local elected officials on how to identify hostile networks in your local community, in your county, how to flush them out and reestablish a Republican form of government. So bring our into action training program to your community, understandingthethreat.com. And as always, thank you so much for having me on. All right, John, take good care. Appreciate you. Thank you very much. All right. Now, y'all stay tuned because we're going to take a little trip. We're going to go to the East Coast when we come back. We're going to give you a report on Dr. Oz, who's running uh, for U.S. Senate back there in Pennsylvania. Stay tuned. Get more from the Andrea K. Show at OurFreeNation.org. Just search Andrea K. spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K. on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Hey, don't forget about the AK comment line, right? Open, available to you 24 hours a day, babies, seven days a week, 365-844-814-5227. That's 888-844-814-5227. Okay, so um, they want you distracted. They don't want you. They want you rallying behind Biden over Russia, Ukraine. They want you accepting the lies that everything going on right now, the destruction of the economy is all Putin's fault. We know it's lies, lies, lies. And they also don't want you to be paying attention to the midterms. We are actually in the heat of primary season, okay? And it is not going to be enough for us to just take back the House and the Senate. We must have MAGA, America First candidates, true conservatives, or we get nowhere, Case in point, Pennsylvania, Dr. Oz, Mr. Hannity's guy himself. Um, in case you have actually bought into the lie because you still like Hannity and you actually believe he's conservative um, and you didn't realize that Dr. Oz was fully head inserted up inside Dr. Fauci when it came to masks and other mandates. Let me tell you who Dr. Oz really is. Um 
He is somebody on his show, and many of you like me never watched his show, so I had to hear about this. I had to read about this. Somebody researched, did a little search into him and the Dr. Oz show, looking for topics um, while a search for, quote, transgender brought up um, examples I'm going to give to you now about Dr. Oz supporting transgenderism. There was nothing that came up for detransition, ex-transgender, or any critics of the transgender movement like Abigail Schreier or Ryan T. Anderson. Let me tell you what he has done on his show. He hosted two fathers who had become moms. He discussed the couple's sex life and said it was, quote, wonderful that a child now called her dad to mom, mom squared. He hosted two segments with Dr. Christine McGinn, who's a surgeon who performs transgender surgery, who also identifies as transgender and discussed how to change male sex organs into female organs. In 2015, Oz had Jazz Jennings on the show and quote, I love the support you've given your daughter. It's wonderful. And you can see the beautiful young woman she's becoming because of it. He said to Jazz Jennings mother, um, Let's see what else. Oh, he hosted an online series called on on, on OzTube called Queer Family Tree. Uh, according to the article, he doesn't appear in the videos, but one video discusses the importance of pronouns in which Jay, who identifies as non-binary and transgender, discusses pronouns. So that's who Dr. Oz is. Dr. Oz needs to get nowhere near the U.S. Senate. Remember how you and I talk about those social issues that are more important than anything? Yeah. See, the Republican Party didn't want to engage in the culture war. It was too easy to just go on the campaign trail and talk about taxes, 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 right? Ignoring the culture war. And that's why we're in a position to where little kids, like we talked about on Friday's show, are you know being scheduled to go to something called sexy summer camp by a couple of uh, lesbian, how how do they describe themselves, queer covenant? witches, some kind of disgusting stuff in which they plan to provide hands-on training for children to pleasure themselves, also known as pedophilia, because the Republican Party and crap weasels like Oz want to pander to people, pander to mothers like Jazz Jennings' mother. Look, I have sympathy to Jazz because that was me when I was seven. Thank God I didn't have a mother like Jazz Jennings. We do not need the Dr. Oz's of this world to pretend that they're conservative and then get there into the Senate and continue to be as Dr. as John Guandolo talked about the Republican Party is just enabling the Marxist movement, whether it's the cultural Marxist movement or the economic one in this country. So Pennsylvania, wise up. Do not vote for that man. And the rest of you come back here tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Love you all. Peace out. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.